Welcome to the Learning Every Day in Every Way Through Play podcast series for families. Uh, my name is Jackie Ward. I'm the Early Learning Coordinator at the Department of Education and I am here with my colleague uh, Silvana Cham. Hi everyone, my name is Silvana and I'm the Preschool Advisor with Department of Education. This uh, episode that we're focusing in on today is um, all about talking about what guides what and how children learn in the early years. Because it's a little bit different uh, to what happens in the, um, if we think about the education continuum, it's a little bit different as to what happens in school. So today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the Early Years Learning Framework, as it is the mandatory curriculum for early childhood education. And we're going to be exploring how the framework supports teachers to deliver programs which improve learning outcomes for children and support learning in the early years. And obviously, we're also talking about how um, families can support that type of learning at home and also connect with the learning that's happening um, at your child's preschool or early childhood setting. So we're also going to look at um, how this sort of connects in with what happens before children attend school and then how that leads to a strong start in school and how that connects to the learning at school. So I guess a really good place to start here is exactly what the Early Years Learning Framework is. And I'm going to throw over to Silvana to tell us a little bit more about that. Thanks, Jackie. That is really a great place to start. The Early Years Learning Framework is actually a national curriculum which was designed to ensure quality and consistency of learning programs for children from birth to five and through to transition to school. It guides and supports teachers to make decisions about how to set up learning experiences and to carefully consider what to teach and how to teach it. The framework has a strong emphasis on play-based learning, recognising that play itself provides the most stimulus for brain development, and it is actually the best way for children to learn. It is a set of guiding principles and practices, and most importantly, it outlines a set of five learning outcomes for children, much like the outcomes which are part of a syllabus document that guide teaching in a school setting. The outcomes reflect an understanding that identity, well-being and connection to people and places are important for success in learning. They support social and emotional development and have a strong focus on communication and language, including early literacy and numeracy. Awesome. Well, that's a very good summary um, of the Early Years Learning Framework. Sylvana, thank you for that. And again, I think it's really important, um, maybe as a, uh, as a parent or um, someone who cares for young children, you might be saying, well, how does that, why is that important to me? Um, the research shows that uh, when children, uh, when families are engaged in children's learning, children experience better outcomes. So it is important to know a little bit about that. Um, so that's kind of the next point, I guess, that we're going to be moving on to is why the early years uh, learning framework is important um, in children's lives, but also um, for families to know about it. As Silvana mentioned, in early childhood settings, it's important to have a guiding framework to guide learning. Much like school, there's that curriculum or syllabus that helps ensure learning is focused and consistent for all children. Um, and again, it's important for families to have a bit of an awareness of both of those um, to know what learning is happening. Uh, I know that there's um, often a lot of interest from families to support children's learning, um, but often a a bit of sort of, I guess, uncertainty as to how to do that. So hopefully we'll unpack a little bit of that in this podcast series. Absolutely, Jackie. As you said, the framework recognises the importance of educators working in partnership with families to ensure the best learning outcomes for children. 
This is really a recognition celebration of families as children's first and most influential teachers. And for me as a parent and a teacher, it is something that I always draw on when I'm working with families. Yeah, and I think, you know, another good point to point out there too is that the outcomes of the early years learning framework are really important in terms of lifelong success too. So they're not just outcomes that are focused in on learning in those early years, but they're uh, they're focused in on that idea that um, there is um, a creation of positive dispositions um, and skills for, for children to be learners for life too. And I think that's really important. If we think about the um, outcomes, as Savila's going to unpack them a little bit now, they're not just relevant for you as a, you know, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old or a five-year-old. They're actually um, great skills for life. That's right, Jackie, just as you have alluded to, it is really important to recognise those outcomes as lifelong learning outcomes. And, and that's because learning is so complex and it's ongoing and we are always learning and continue to learn throughout life. Early childhood educators plan experiences thinking about these five outcomes all the time. And families may be thinking about how to support learning at home every day in every way through play. I'll give you an example with a focus on literacy learning. Learning to read and write starts at home with families as everything else does. Children need to hear words before they speak them, say words before they read them and read words before they write them. Each time family members talk and listen to their children and when they share stories with them, when they dance around and sing songs and talk to them about the things that they see, like for example, when they're out shopping or walking through the park and having conversations through day-to-day -day play, children are learning and developing skills for future reading and writing. Yeah, and that's a really good point here. I guess this whole the whole point of this whole series, learning every day in every way through play, is really about um, helping to make learning the learning that's happening in those early years a little bit more visible to families or to the broader community, I guess, and 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 seeing that children are doing more than just, I guess, messing around in the sandpit or splashing in the bath. There's actually a lot of learning that's occurring and brain development that's occurring. And it's really important that we focus in on opportunities to foster that learning. Some of the other areas that I just wanted to draw out too, because I know you've touched on there, Silvana, you know, some literacy skills there that are happening in play. But some of the other learning areas within the early years learning framework include things like knowing yourself and being resilient and being in charge of your emotions, your well-being and your learning. So those ideas about concepts of self and, and how you create opportunities to solve problems and all those sorts of things, knowing the unique ways that you learn and experiencing success as a learner. That, those are all really important things to do in those early years. And they're all things that are happening all the time in those play situations at home. And children are often doing that, um, you know, automatically by themselves as well. But when we're aware of that, we can foster that learning. Another one that I've forgotten to mention there is, is also, you know, that focus in on learning about being able to move, to be active, learning some of those fundamental skills for sport, like running, jumping, catching, bowling and skipping, just to name a few. There's a whole lot of learning that happens in those early years that is the foundation, if you like, for learning that happens. The more, I guess that's more visible learning that happens later on in a, in a child's schooling years and whatnot. There certainly is, Jackie. As you, you've just referred to those skills as foundational skills, and sometimes we as educators like to think about laying foundation for future learning and how important it is that the foundation is really strong, just like any foundation of, of a house, for example. 
the skills that you've just spoken about are things that parents are working on with children at home, just through play, not, not even thinking about it. They're the things that early childhood teachers continue to build on when children are in an early childhood setting and also areas which teachers focus on when children go to school to ensure that they continue to develop skills in different areas of the curriculum. So when you talk about things like fundamental movement skills, that aligns with the learning outcomes in PDHPE syllabus. It's the same with the example of being aware of what makes you healthy, happy and safe. In the early years learning framework, we refer to the learning outcome of children having a strong sense of identity, and then it continues at school and is also closely connected with the early learning objective in PDHPE. These are great examples of the lifelong learning that we have been talking about throughout this series. Learning at home through to early childhood settings and the learning that continues to school and moving beyond. Yeah, well, I hope that's been um, interesting for everybody to hear a little bit about the Early Years Learning Framework and how it guides learning in the early years. We are developing some resources that will be available on the department's website that unpack this a little bit further. So if you're a little bit interested to see what those five learning outcomes are and how they relate to a child's learning, you know, in those early years, but also how it connects into the later years, keep your eye out for those. Um, in the next episode, we will be looking at play-based learning, how children learn through play. So unpacking that idea of how the learning is happening in play and how it's happening in a, an integrated um, and holistic kind of a way when children are playing. So look out for the next episode and thank you, Silvana, for our chat today. Thanks, Jackie. It was great to have a chat about learning through play every day in every way.